We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, Jack, as we do this, Burgundy and Gold, today, sometimes maybe we're so close to it. That we are a little hard on it. Maybe we're a little too, we care too much. So we go outside the realm, if you will. Yes. NFL Insider, CBS Sports, 247 Sports, Kevin Bollard. We hope that Kevin can help us. Maybe we're not viewed as inept. Maybe we're not viewed as incapable. Maybe we're just too hard on the team that we love. So what do you say? I hate to bring it to you guys, but I don't think I'm going to be changing the narrative. Uh, Washington <laughs> looks pretty bad, and uh, I don't have much good things to say. But ask me whatever you want. I'll do my best to sugarcoat it, maybe. No, you don't have to sugarcoat no, anything. No, Kevin, we were hopeful. Yeah, yeah. Now, Kevin, uh, let, let's start with, look, I mean, I think last week, obviously the Eagles were the best team in the NFC, so you, you can maybe say, okay, well, that, that's not a surprise there, right? But you go into Dallas, you got your backup quarterback, you got some. You got some. Uh, look for a bounce back. Make some adjustments. But it looked like more of the same. A continuation, if you will, in terms of the passing game and the offense of Carson Wentz from the previous week. Uh, I mean, as you look at it, how bad are things? And how desperate are them, especially when you now see the Giants are, are putting together a little bit of a season uh, under their first year head coach. Yeah, everyone in the NFC East is three and one and better, or except for Washington, who's now one and three. So I think you got kind of a three-headed monster uh, forming in the NFC East. You could say the Eagles are a cut above without uh, with a Dak-less Cowboys, but I thought Cooper Rush has looked just fine as their quarterback. He's managing the game well, and I think you do have to take that into uh, factor because. Heading into the season, everyone thought that the Cowboys were going to be the team that ran away with this division, and maybe the Eagles would be the wild card team. Right now, the Eagles look like one of the best teams in the league. So I think that the narrative has shifted a little bit in the division. So maybe that makes you feel a little bit better about being one and three after playing two of those teams so far. But I just don't see where you make up the ground in the division, especially when you look at the NFC East and the records and the schedules heading up. And, you know, they got, you know, a pretty easy track. The Eagles do, and the Cowboys do the rest of the way. So I don't see where you make up the games this year. You know, a lot of people have looked at the offensive lines within the NFC East, and be quite frankly, other than Philadelphia, everyone had question marks. But I never imagined that we'd fall off the cliff as we had here. Does that surprise you at all? 
It doesn't surprise me, uh, especially because sometimes you see offensive line play look a lot different year over year when you insert a different quarterback. I think a lot of stats like pressures and sacks are often attributed to horrible offensive line play. But a lot of times you ask coaches um, and players, a lot of times those plays and sacks and pressures are attributed to the quarterback. And when you look at Carson Wentz, unfortunately, I don't, I'm not seeing Carson Wentz from last year with the Indianapolis Colts where – he played all right statistically, but ultimately just didn't get the job done. He only had seven interceptions last year. He has five so far this year. He only had 32. He only got sacked 32 times in Indy last year. He's already been sacked 17 times. He leads the league in both of those categories right now: interceptions and sacks. And when I look at Carson Wentz this year, I see more 2020 Carson Wentz. Last year in Philadelphia, when he led the league in interceptions with 15, and also led the league in sacks taken with 50. So. Um, until Carson Wentz finds his rhythm back there, and uh, who knows when that could be, I, I don't think that the offensive line play is going to look any better. Kevin Billiard, uh, CBS Sports, 247 Sports with us here on the Team 980. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson, Doc Walker with you as he joins us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. All right, the the other part of this for the Commanders, of course, besides the offensive woes, has been the defensive woes under Jack Del Rio's group. Uh, you know, even though yesterday they you know kept the numbers down compared to previous weeks with in terms of yardage and things like that, with the Cowboys still giving up a lot of big plays. I mean, this part of it remains a mystery. I mean, coming into the off se- two off seasons ago when they signed William Jackson the third, you know, everybody was praising that as one of the smart signings at the time, but. Now in practice, doesn't look so smart. I mean, when you see something like that, do you put that more on maybe this player was overrated going into a free agency or this team perhaps is using this guy the wrong way? Uh, I never thought that he was going to be the type of guy that, you know, maybe changes the complexion of your defense. I didn't think he was a bad player, mm-hmm. but as we saw on Sunday, I mean, three penalties, one overturning a interception, the other one's, you know, amounting to, I think, like over 50 or 60 yards worth of penalties. So it's really hard for one guy to have that much of a negative impact on defense, but he managed to do it. So, um, look, I don't know if he's the problem for them on defense. Uh, I think it's probably a layered issue, but overall you got to look around and these games – not so much last or this past week, but the past two weeks before that, these games have been you know, virtually over at halftime. I know that they fought back um, against the Lions a little bit, but huge yeah. deficits at halftime. And uh, you just got a question, I think, when you get into a hole like that, what does the game look like the rest of the way? And uh, especially against the Eagles, um, it just didn't look like they were at all really threatened by what Washington would do in the second half. Um, The Cowboys game was similar. I know it was closer at halftime, but in the second half, they really couldn't amount much of anything to uh, put pressure on the other team. And that has to do like, it's all a function of each other. When, when the defense is letting up that much points and if the other team isn't, isn't afraid of your offense, they don't have to press on, on, on offense. So, uh, you know, they're not really uh, giving you a lot of opportunities to take the ball away, make those, uh, you know, game-swinging momentum-type plays. So uh, right now that's where I see Washington. I see them as a team that, um, you know, opponents feel comfortable getting an early lead and then, you know, just watch their offense implode yep. and uh, you don't really have to take many risks in the second half. Mm. And that and that is some of the things we you heard about Jalen a year ago when the Eagles didn't seem like they were all in. Now they're all in because it's been 
compounded with success. But that offensive line, they've got the best. And they're utilizing to keep me off balance because the guy has legs. Carson seems to have shrunk in terms of his athleticism. I saw him up close and personal in 217 devour us as an athlete and a passer. And so if those skills are diminished, how long can he hold up if the offensive line is what this group is and that is shattered? Well, that's a good point because I do think that Carson Wentz kind of views himself in that same prism that you described from 2017. I think everyone who watches him knows that he's not the same playmaker he was that season, but uh, he probably still views himself as that playmaker. So when you are a quarterback and things start going wrong, what do you turn to to get yourself out of those um, situations? Um, you know, mm-hmm. for Tom Brady, it might be something different. For Carson Wentz, it's always been, well, i got to make a spectacular play. In Indianapolis, he didn't have to worry about that that much last year because they had a great running game with Jonathan Taylor, and they were able to kind of front-run play out in front in a lot of games. And then, you know, the last game of the season when they need him to kind of put the team on his back and win it with his arm, he played horrible. So I think that what you're seeing this year is already kind of with the sacks, with the interceptions, uh, he's trending towards that 2020 version of Carson Wentz where he was like, all right, fine, I got to dig deep into my bag. I got to win games with my athleticism, and I just don't really have it anymore. He's not over the hill. He's only 30 years old, so he should still have some athleticism, but I just don't think that that is what you know a quarterback uh, at his stage in his career with his injury history and kind of the way he's bounced around the last few years, do you want to get a little bit more in touch with the rest of your playmakers? Like, where's Terry McLaurin? He's been invisible in the first half of the last three games. Like, get him involved earlier. Why, why aren't you working harder to get him part of the game plan and, and – active in the first half so that you're not just like force feeding them the ball in the second half or trying to make crazy plays with your legs or whatever. Uh, I think it's got to be a total team effort to turn this thing around. No doubt. We're talking to Kevin Bolliard, uh, CBS Sports 247 Sports via the BetQL uh, guest hotline. Joining us here on Burgundy and Gold today, Scott Jackson and Doc Walker with you here on the Team 980 and streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Kevin, let's let's shift to the Giants here. I mean, I don't think anybody saw this start coming for them, and it's not like Daniel Jones has had to be lights out either. I actually could, didn't even get to finish yesterday's game. Tyrod Taylor got hurt. I mean, they've got Saquon Barkley running the Wildcat uh, a little bit yesterday too. I mean, it was kind of a crazy thing, but, you know, Brian Dayball's got this team off to a surprising 3-1 and one start. I guess the question is, is will it be able to last? Is this a team that has shown enough improvement to think that uh, this is not some fluke uh, first four game start uh i'm not gonna say it's not a fluke uh, i think that some of that success has to do with who they've played and how they've played in each of those games uh let's be honest i think that they have potentially i'm not gonna say the best player in the nfl right now but he's one of them in saquon barkley and the giants have the number one rushing player in him, but also the number one rushing offense overall. And that's not just Saquon Barkley. Uh, You can minimize Daniel Jones, what he's done with the throwing the ball. He only had 71 yards passing against the bears, but he had 68 yards and two touchdowns on six carries and was absolutely magnificent on the play fake. The bears had no idea where the ball was during the first half of that game. And the giants were just waltzing down the field, making it look really easy. 
Honestly, I think the Giants are a little bit better, stronger on defense, uh, where Wink Martindale, former Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator, has totally revamped their defense and turned them into a top-10 scoring unit. They're really strong against the pass. They're aggressive. They blitz well. Um, I think that the Giants, um, you know, I do think they do. They come crashing down to earth at some mm-hmm. point at the season, but I think that they could finish around 500, maybe even just above 500. And depending on the way things shake out with the Eagles and the Cowboys, um, whoever doesn't win the division, I think that they could kind of scare them, put a little heat on their tail uh, for a wild card spot. But ultimately, uh, this Giants roster is not built for long term success. They have nothing at the wide receiver position, and uh, you know a ton of question marks. It's it's honestly you know, mind bending how they've gotten to three and one at this point, considering the personnel. So, uh, you know, I think all the credit in the world goes to Wink Martindale on defense and Saquon Barkley and the running game overall on offense. It's amazing how whenever you have doubts and I mean, Dallas had a defense like that yeah, about a, a decade ago where they just blitzed the hell out of you and force you to play their game, force you in a three to five step drop game, take the seven step drop completely out of your arsenal and then tackle. But other people sit back and you get carved up because most quarterbacks in this league can beat you with their arm. Who has surprised you in the NFC, pleasantly surprised you in your ventures? Anywhere in the NFC or just the NFC NFC. I definitely think that the Eagles are the biggest surprise in the NFC right now. Uh, You know, I didn't think that Jalen Hurts – Coming out of college, I thought Jalen Hurts was one of my favorite players at the college level of all time. Just like love his mentality, love his attitude, love him as a leader. Mm-hmm. I just thought I thought there would be physical limitations that would not allow him to be a good NFL starting quarterback. Agreed. But he's proven me wrong. And also, I think that you know part of what makes him so good and the Eagles so good is that they play to his strengths. Um, for example, I just watched that uh, Bears Giants game yesterday, and like Justin Fields is a killer athlete. Man, he can throw a bomb. He can uh, run. A, you know, he can scramble. They don't do any designed runs with him. You know, they, it's all like him just kind of making what he can out of, out of out of what he's got. So I think that part of that success when you have a quarterback who's maybe not ready entirely to you know run an offense like he's Peyton Manning but if you can utilize his running ability kind of like how the Ravens do with uh, Lamar the Bears do uh, or I'm sorry the Giants do with Daniel Jones um, the Eagles do with uh, Jalen Hurts like I think that those are the things that you need to do if you've got an athletic quarterback like Justin Fields that's a that's I would say the Eagles and the overall success of Jalen Hurts has been my biggest surprise in the NFC so far this year Kevin Bullier, TBS Sports and 247 Sportsman. Appreciate your time today and your insight. Awesome, Kevin. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. All right, have a good one. Kevin Bullyard, give him a follow on Twitter at Kevin Bullyard, B-O-I-L-A-R-D, behind Kevin. Kevin, the normal spelling, like Kevin Sheehan. All right. um, Kevin Sheehan? Coming up. Kevin's the most – you hear what he just said? What's that? Most people would use a Hollywood – you think of somebody's name, it's always a star. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would have been, he said, first Kevin comes out of his mind now. Just think how that is after now. He's that big. Oh, he is, absolutely. He is. Kevin uh, so we will uh, see the Titans here next week. Traylon Burks, their their prized rookie wide receiver who has carted off yesterday the foot injury, yeah. uh, has been diagnosed with turf toe, according mm, to tough. Ian Rappaport. 
Uh, no surgery, though, they're saying. Just yeah. rehab. But that's you liked keep him, him out. coming out of college. Didn't you and your staff? I thought you gave uh, him a high No, grade. not really. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, not really. Um, you know, not really. But anyway, let's get to the um, – some of the tweets got some good ones that we'll get to. We'll get some oh, back yeah. to the phone calls as well. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. It is Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, with you here the day after the debacle in Dallas here on the Team Ninety streaming live on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is a Monday... Not a victory Monday. No. It is the weather kind of depicts exactly what it is. We are, I don't think we're shocked. I'll speak for myself. I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Boom. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen this pattern too many times to just be fooled for it. I mean, I know the guy used the wonderful... Um, analogy of Charlie Brown cartoon, which has been used for the yeah. last two decades as yeah. well. But, you yeah. know, whatever. I mean, if you thought it was new to him, okay, maybe it was. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it could be. Could have been new. Maybe the first could've time he thought of it. just woke up out of a sure. coma. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, I, I don't think it's shocking. Um, Mike Puckett via Twitter. Oh, Mike's good. Says, uh, my problem, there's no accountability. Nobody has the stones to step up and try to figure it out. Everybody, including the head coach, is looking over their shoulders trying to find someone else to put the blame on to fix the problem. Yeah, I don't feel like there's a ton of accountability either right now. Uh, I hear a lot of we need to do this, we need to do that. One of my favorite things about your old coach, Doc, is he used to say, it starts with me. And even if it wasn't true, even if it wasn't true sometimes, Mm -hmm. it just kind of shows leadership, right? Like that shows leadership. That makes you like, wow, this guy is basically taking, taking all the shots for us. I mean, I always thought that was really cool. Um, even when, you know, he was let down by some other things in the past, he would always do that. I, I just hear a lot of we. So I said to a couple of people, I say it over and over, one thing about Carson, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, somebody told him that he needed to do more of this, but he is all he has been an I guy and a me guy. 
Oh, he's been great. Yeah, in, in that regard. Now I just wanted to fix the yeah. things he knows that I and me are doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, but that that I. But agree I appreciate with you it. On. I appreciate the effort, right? The honesty. There's certain points that when you look back, and I hate to even do this, and I, I'm probably not going to do it because do it. it doesn't make. No, I'm not going to do it <laughs> because every time you start mentioning Joe Gibbs, I know you can't really shouldn't mention Joe with anybody else. Well. You what know, if that because, person used Joe as a reference? Well, I know that, and people say that, but you know, I told you about when I drove in the parking lot one time. I actually went to the park, and I figured it's better for me just to go there and sleep. Yeah, on the training table in the park because it was rather late, and his car was there. And I yeah. thought, wait a minute, hold it, what? Yeah, the guy slept there three, four days a week. Yeah. So when you see that kind of commitment, then you go his halftime adjustment deal. Now he didn't do it alone. No, he didn't. But his staff. So you got to get people that even if they're not your best friend, if they get you to be the best you can be, you got to accept that, embrace it. Because we got to figure this out. You and I stood on that training camp side and saw looked like a good working group, relationship between assistant coaches, players. I didn't feel like this was something that I thought, oh, God, this is awful. I never felt that. Did you? No, I know, and now it makes me reevaluate whether I should even bother going to training camp anymore. I mean, I, I feel like I should go to some other training camp next year, you know, pick the Super Bowl team or whatever and see what they do so differently. But, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't think it was um, – I thought it was – I thought it was okay. Yeah. I understand the fact that they don't have contact, that they don't have scrimmage. I've been bitching about that for two years. Yeah. But nobody listens to me over there. No. So, don't. you know, okay, I can't almost wait till next year to see. I bet you they'll have somebody scheduled to practice against next year. And if not, then they'll never get any more emotion out of me. Because these slow starts aren't happening by accident. No, they're not. They're no. not ready. No. Okay, and whoever's job it is to get them ready has got to look in the mirror. McKissick, these guys in tone, they, man, they ran their butts off. Yeah, you need to run a little bit more. And I think they tried to get to that. And that's who they are. And I go, Jack, we've been doing this so long, I feel ignorant even saying these things to you because I know you know the answers to them. Who, what is a team without an identity? Really bad. Loss. Yeah, yeah. Who are they? People ask me, my homeboy, in the world, hey, man, what kind of team do you have? I don't know. What's their bread and butter? I don't know. Well, penalties right now. Self-inflicted yeah, yeah. wounds. <laughs> Self-inflicted wounds is their identity right now. And, yeah, do it and, the hard you know, way. Yeah, and blaming other things is is there is there yeah. is there penalty their uh, identity right now? Yeah, you know, I mean the kid threw a pass in the corner and he hit the Nittany line, and I tell you, Dotson, man, you know it hadn't been all bad. No, picking some good players, personnel, people getting it done. Carson is flashing talent. I think he needs to understand that he may have been given the job because of the financial deal, and all, but from this point on. It's a week-to-week deal. I mean, that's why I have to whisper in his ear. Mm-hmm. If I was over there, hey, Slim, this ain't for all 17 games. Not like this. It's performance. And it ought to be for every position, but we know it's not. Right, right. You know, we know it's not. And then we're going to have to – somebody's going to have to explain to me about everybody that we pick up on this team that has a history in Carolina because I'm getting a little fed up with that. 
Yeah, or at least get the guys who had a good history, like can still play. I mean, I don't yeah. care if you played there as long as you know, like the guy Bradbury looks like he can still play. They didn't but he's want him for the Eagles. No, they didn't want him. Yeah, yeah, which which just drives me up a wall. Yeah, no, he obviously yeah. no. I'm starting to get a feel for it. Yeah, if you don't adhere to 27 rules, mm-hmm. then you're not their guy. And the guys who submit, you you got to be a little submissive too. I'm starting to f- figure that out. Um. All right, let's get back to some calls at 301-230-0980 in the next segment. Uh, also, one more uh, on the Twitter from uh, Skins31 oh, no, who says, no fire, and he has the emoji fire on this team right now, even when they huddle in the tunnel before taking the field. It's still blah, blah, blah. Absolutely no type of energy. Wow. <sighs> well, you know what? I can only judge their play. Yeah. That's not good, man. No. Nah. And that's why we're talking about a spark. Yeah. Clearly 11 11- he can only spark him with talent. He can't spark him with his personality. Right. And he can't spark him with his aura. That he doesn't have. The kid that's not playing has that. And I'm telling you this, in 99, even if he's not going to play, be in the games, and it's hard to listen to a guy that's not playing. Wait till that comes out because they are missing right. something right now. It doesn't necessarily have to do with X's and O's. I'm gonna let hey Jack. Yeah. I know you had a remote right now. By the way, for those we didn't tell, Jack's on his yacht right now. <laughs> and so he's not actually in studio. You wanna go Roberto, Jonesy, or Steven Columbia? Uh all three of them, but we gotta quickly, because Matt's about to scream at us. We'll get a timeout, get back on track, and okay, then we'll do that. That's so Matt. All right, good deal. You got that on, on the other side. All it's right. Burgundy and Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here. Are you seasick? Uh, on the team <laughs> he's streaming live with a free Odyssey app. It is a Monday without a victory. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Lanell Millingham, and of course, Matthew E. on Vibes. Jackson, Toothpick wants you to know. He says, looks like the phone monster got him. Oh, man. Washington needs to ask himself, does this help me when I'm on, on Sundays? I'm talking about players, coaches, and trainers. If the answer is no, then move on. Says he's going to a meeting, but he'll get back with us later. Lines, let's light it up. Let's do it. And let's go with Roberto. Welcome. What's going on, guys? You are, hey, bud. Making an honest living. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I have an answer for your problems. Is Danielle Schneider. Okay, I'm open ears. He have a questionable he have a questionable record of attracting the wrong people around him to run this organization. We don't like 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 you say, uh, Doc. They don't have a boss. The coaches don't have a boss. Oh no, no. You know, see, if, I mean, the only the only people that they he had around him was Serato, ha, seriously, mm-hmm. and Bruce. Oh, man, rough deal, rough deal. But we got the gist of it. Jonesy, figure it out. Hey, Doc, I'm going to just keep it on the field. Um, Straight up, be honest with you, I mean, we piled on Jack for almost like, what, three weeks as far as the defense? Yep. Uh, I think it's time we turn our attention on Scott because Jack is really coming around. The defense is keeping you in games. 
at least for for at least the first half and going into the second half too. And it looks like they're only trending up. But our offense looks like it's completely going backwards. Scott Turner, they got these plays that look like it's long developing. It's getting people in trouble as far as the offensive line. They can't hold up blocks. I mean, I'm like you when it comes to this offensive line, though. You told me Andrew Norwell was better than Eric Flowers. <laughs> but my ears are suspect, but my eyes don't lie. I'm serious. You got to get some, some changes going on, man. Seriously, we need to start looking at Scott and his offense and play, figure out, hey, how can this get better? We need quicker developing plays to help this quarterback out because he got the yips, the jitters, and everything else. And I'm with you on this other thing, Scott. I ain't trying to see Taylor Heineke. I'm sorry. I know I want to see Sam Howell at some point, but I know we got to go through that too to get to Howell. But, my God, man, that's some aches and pains. So I might need a prescription from you, Doc, on that. (laughs) I'm going to let you and Jack work that out on your own because I – if the kid's not getting practice, and plus, I think right now, even more so than moving the ball, the team needs an injection. I haven't seen anybody fire him up like Heineke. I'll give you that. I, I agree with you there. I just think we know what his limitations are. We talked to him at the end of the year. He right. knows what his limitations are. Yeah, and that's, I'm you know, with you, but he's got better weapons. Yeah, he does. He's got no, better no, no question. Uh, offensive line's probably worse this year for sure. Yeah, uh, you that's know, right. That he'll but, have to deal with that as well. But how about move the pocket with his mobility? I would like to see that, but I, I'm with the call. I mean, I think Scott's got a – this is a, a big couple weeks for him. I mean, these next two games, he's got to figure out a better way. Um, and, look, there's some things that are hard to coach around. I mean, ask Frank Reich, as Doug Peterson. I mean, they know it. I mean, they've all lived it. They know, they know what uh, – some of the limitations they know what the limitations are here with this quarterback and yeah some of the things going on but yeah there's no question um but look the, but the long-term play my point is the long-term play and this this again could come rear its ugly head as i'd said early in the year or the offseason if if sam Howell plays that means things have gone drastically oh, wrong no, to the guy you, yeah. you spent on and that's what it really is and i think yeah we're in the early stages of it now I mean, some people, if you were down on Wentz coming in, you're probably already ready to move on. I get that. I, I didn't think it was the wouldn't have been the move I made. I'm looking around the league, though. I'm not really sure. Well, what, I, yeah, okay, but okay, now that you can look in hindsight, yeah, who was de- demonstrably better? Well, apparently Geno Smith was the guy to get. Okay, but you'd have <laughs> never done that. You know it, and I know it, especially here. Yeah. That would have never No, I'm, I'm making a joke, but I'm just saying, okay. like, in terms of the teams that have changed quarterbacks, yeah. That's really the only one you can point to right now that's like really, wow, that's a huge upgrade. Or, yeah. You know, it's crazy to but, think that, but that's, that's kind of how it looks but, right now. But the but, guy that's been sound is Dallas. And this is where Cooper – I'm looking yeah. at this going sure. – see, you don't have to be Joe Willie Namath. No, you don't. But you have to be functional and allow the offense to breathe yeah. and to do whatever the hell it's going to do. We got the backs. Who would have thought it? We got the skilled people now mm-hmm. – and we can't plug up the middle. Yeah, that's what's frustrating. And right I don't now. know if Sadiq Charles, Sadiq has got to prove. See, go take the position. If not, then if my tackles are healthy, I'm have to slide the Longhorn down. Yep. And bring you know 
and use my two big tackles, I've got to find a way to get my best five on the field. Yeah, you're gonna have to do something there. I mean, you gotta get Leno maybe at that right tackle. Yeah, position. that's my point. Yeah, yeah, Leno, Cosme, maybe my now. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, Lucas, not, Lucas, yeah, Lucas, Lucas Luke, right Luke, big Luke. Yeah, big Luke. Yeah, big Luke. Now, now I am on oxygen in terms of mm-hmm. my reserves, but that's why you have a practice squad. Yeah, you know, you have a practice squad for a reason, and if you kept people there that cannot play, that's on you. Sure that you know, then you got to go out here and you may have to go to a detention facility and go find. See you there. You go every time I say you think I'm laughing. You think it's funny. See, I'm trying to get somebody just hungry. Yeah, I shouldn't have to beg people to play in the interior. That to me is that I I cannot. I'm not asking you to thread a needle, catch a pass. Mm -hmm. Hold. I'm asking you to go in and be physical, to be honorary, and I'm gonna pay you a ton. Of money for it, and I'm I I just don't know. And also Chris Paul, you kept Chris Paul for a reason. He's one of your own, yeah. Big nasty dude who's got athleticism. He's raw, but what else? What I'll take raw over old and stiff, true, and immobile. Give me an athletic freak in there and let him go. I'm just call. I'm asking, how are we gonna fix this? This is not November, folks. It's October, early October, and we're ordering caskets. We're looking for plots. I don't understand this. I, I really don't. Steve and Bowie, welcome. Yeah, gentlemen, Doc, I need some help. Um, I, I see that we can block when Carson's under center when we're going to do a run play and the defense is stacking the box. We can block and get our assignments there. But when we're in a shotgun and then Carson drops back five steps out of the shot and he's dropping straight back, we can't block four. I, I, well, let's get I, out I of the gun. how that works. Well, we got to get out of the gun then. Yeah, yes, sir, because he's dropping straight back. He's not going to one side. The, the line can't seal a block because he's dropping straight back and, and constantly retreats straight back yep. instead of stepping into the pocket. Which is up there waiting for him. I don't. It, it's it's confusing to me. So I need a prof- I need professional help. Doc. Need a specialist. That's why I'm coming to you, buddy. You need a specialist. Well, yeah, he he does <laughs> drift into trouble. Like he does not like to step up. And yesterday, when he did move forward on the big pass to Jahan Dotson, I mean, he damn near underthrew the thing. But luckily, he didn't. Um, yeah, that would have been a killer. No, well, not that it really matter, but still, it was a shot play. It was like the only shot play they had the entire day. That sort of worked. But, yeah, I mean, he's right. I mean, he drifted into one of those sacks where, you know, and he drifted into a couple groundings. He also held it a tick and a half too long in the other grounding where he could have easily gotten rid of it without oh, having God. an issue of underthrowing. Right. It's just nuts, you know. And that's the part that is a little strange. A little strange to me. Columbia's our next stop. Steve, welcome. Hey, uh, Doc and Scott. Hey, I just got two comments because I don't, I don't have any emotion about what I see on Sunday from this team anymore. But um, what I wanted to find out is, is there some rule or something with this team under this leadership where if guys aren't performing, you can put them on the bench for a while and just let them sit and learn and watch whether they're starters or not? That's Give me an example. Thing. And the second thing is, Snyder's, you know, the way that he, you know, hires a coach and gives him all the power. Have any of his, I don't know, I don't know who he talks to, but why doesn't he just follow the model 
of hiring a GM and let the GM hire the coach and go from there because his way clearly has not worked. Well, why should he? Watch, it's not working. <laughs> so what? He's still making money. I mean, y'all act like it affects. <laughs> I mean, clearly he's done this now six times or more and with the same results. And so why? Why? Uh, that's my point. People don't change while they're making money. They change when they're losing money. Yeah, you know, okay. what you say makes a lot of sense, Thank but you. it's it's not sexy, and you really got to be plugged in to know who the up-and-coming GMs are or the right guys are, you know. Instead, they do this thing. I mean, that's my other thing. I, I've talked to a lot of people who want you know them to fire everybody yesterday, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. The same guy who's hired all the previous people you didn't like is going to be back in the process of hiring the next person. Yeah, that's the last thing I'm looking forward um, to. So good luck with that, and we'll see how it goes. Because let's be honest, I mean, the big home run hire at the time, probably the best hire with, with like in terms of front office and head coach, you know, set up. They let that hang out for one year, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was over twenty years ago now mm-hmm. with Marty, right? Like that yep. was twenty years ago, right? Yep. I mean, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just it's just funny. Um, and this is not man, you, you know, where you know in the soccer, if it were football, the real football, yeah. you fail, they get rid of your. Pro- this is a license to steal. Yeah, and all thirty-two bank robbers are going to sit here and say, hey. You know, the hell with you if you really yeah. wanted to. You got to be glad he shows up and shows any interest because there's nothing you can do about it. And it, why would he change? They have not had a correct hire based on what experts will tell you in the last 15 years. Right. People who know what this is all about have not agreed with anything that they've done. No. They no, haven't. but they did it because they can. You know, and it's like, what you going to do about it? And again, because we're all hooked on this, this is worse than crack, yep. that there's nothing going to happen. So let's stop throwing that out. I know it sounds good to throw it on there, but, you know, it's a waste of time. Nothing is going to happen. We have to fix ourselves. And the players, i tell you what's going to happen. Their careers will be dissolved. Here's what will happen. You'll mess around and never win. You'll go your whole career and never win. That's what the players got to start figuring this thing out. You, The money, you can spend that. This is what my concern is. We're not getting any closer to fixing any of these issues. D.C. is our next stop. Tony. Hey, Doc. Hey, uh, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, uh, you know me. I'm formally known as GM Tony. There you are. How you doing? Good, buddy. Yes, I hope sir. that's better than I, Big I Tony. Two- Definitely better than Big Tony. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I got two questions. Uh, listen, do you think it, it, it'd be in trouble to uh, tap on uh, Landon Collins and Flowers? Because we need their help big time right now. I understand now. Landon Collins uh, might be close to reunion with the Giants. I just saw that today on the uh, Twitters. Oh, wow. Yep. So that won't help us. Um, what about when Robinson and Chase Young come back? you think that's going to give us a big boost? And y'all remember, too, when um, – when um, Ron Rivera was hired, remember he said if the players do it their way, they're doing it. If they make mistakes, they're doing it wrong, so it'd be on them. But if they try their way, 
it'll be, and if it doesn't work, it'll be on him. So mm-hmm. we've been doing this for the last three years. And it hasn't worked. So it's all on him. So when is, when is he going to realize that what he's doing now really is not working and make the corrections? I'll listen to your um, comment. Thank you. All right, thanks for calling. I can't buddy. wait to hear this, Jack. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know when. I mean, clearly they've been stuck in their process, and it's it's the same result. So I, I wish I could give you a good answer on that one. Um, as far as flowers goes, I, you know, we've talked about this a ton. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars it could have possibly saved them, but uh, clearly they thought it was important, and, and it looks really bad right it now. May, Are, it may, it may, it may. Me, I heard flowers. I heard it got a little personal, mm-hmm. and what happens. I can't relate to this because right. it's a new version of NFL player that's rich, <laughs> you know. So when yeah. you play in poverty, and I don't mean I don't mean real poverty, but right. sports poverty, right? That's like being with the Bengals, the lowest paying team, or you don't make a lot of money. But in his case, he was the number one draft pick with the Giants, so he got some money. He got some cash. He yeah. came here, played his butt off, got a little cash, and apparently, you know, it's always going to be him versus Sheriff. He's going to be thinking sure. along that way. And so I can understand him being insulted if somebody thought that you were actually $8 million less than yeah. the guy playing your same position. You showed up every week. Exactly. Yeah, and I so, can get that. I can get that. But that, at some point, it's like zero or yeah. whatever they're offering. Exactly. So sometimes it's not that he was greedy. Right. It's just that it was such a stretch. And I agreed with him. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the value in it. Um, but I remember Jay Gruden, we, we, we teased about a gourd. But, hey, it's real. Back to the line, Scotty. We go G from the shop. <coughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Been wearing this um, burgundy and gold for forty years, Doc. Yeah, yeah. Well, wearing not long enough, obviously. Too. Wearing it today too. You know, still wearing it. Oh yeah. Somebody calling up here talking about talking about. They calling up here to take up for their team, the Washington football team. I stay calling up here taking up for these people, man. They, they got me sounding dumb as hell week by week, bro. I'm telling you, look, don't even look respectable. Like, you're supposed to be a military man, and you got all them damn penalties. What is y'all doing in practice, man? Got to be high. They got to be high. The coaches got to be high in practice, man. You know what I'm saying? Them, them damn black jerseys look like the All-American game jerseys. Throw them joints in the trash. You know what I'm saying? I never want to see them again. Look like the Steelers out there. And then we blocking each other. You know what I'm saying? That was hey, just one play, funny, man. man. Come, Come on, on G. Play. Come just on, one man. play, man. I don't care. That's just elementary. That's, look, I, I think that's some creative design, don't you, so Doc? Nitpicky. I mean, to block your own hey, teammates. You guys are so hey, nitpicky. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack, if you on my team, I'm going to know I'm blocking somebody with a big-ass helium head. you got to have your eyes open. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bring back Sonny Jurgensen because I'm, tr- I'm in the truck the whole day. Can't even listen to the game the game on the radio. i got to listen to my man Big Lunell and, and, and whoever it was, Paulson. Man, give, give recaps on the drive. Man, they, Jason Wright, they all don't care about us. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about the fan base because I, I, I need that on the radio, man. Only thing I can bet on, I will never bet on them the rest of this season, money-wise. But the only thing I'm betting on, money line, is a lot of substance abuse watching this team, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love y'all. Uh, All right, there. All right, G. Cheer the shop, Gee, man. We go on, man. rapid fire. We try to knock some of these out. Don't forget the legendary 
Charles Mann. Yes. Two o'clock to break this down like nobody's business. We're going to get some lot of things answered. Sam in the district, welcome. Hey, good morning. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. So listen, like, this is about the most dysfunctional, unorganized, unprofessional, unprepared bunch of millionaires to ever ever play every Sunday, man. This is ridiculous, man. Like, how, how, how do we... Like G said, like how 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 do you keep looking at this every Sunday, man? This is this is ridiculous. Like, like you like you talked about, man. How how did you buy a twenty eight million dollar investment and put it in a flood zone? You didn't even you didn't think you didn't think about buying flood insurance. You got four fifths of your office alignment with question marks. That's a good. The one. right tackle that 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 was a rookie. He didn't play like Rashawn Slater. He wasn't an all-pro, so he got a question mark. And the Chase Rulier, he's solid, but he injury-prone. Every year he got major injury-prone. You did. You talked about versatility and 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 on, on and the, throughout the organization. You didn't even get him on backup, and y'all talked about Flowers, and you let the you let uh, Sheriff go. So how? I mean, come on now. So and then everybody who keeps talking about this running game. The first three weeks there was no running game. We couldn't even run up the middle on the Detroit Lions. So okay, yeah, we did it. We did a little something with 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 the Cowboys. That's because they was waiting for us to pass. That's all it was. You you did a little something against 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 Micah Parsons. That, but you think we're gonna run next week? You think it's gonna be a commitment to run next week? Nope. Cause Scott Turner, that ain't what he do. The the first four weeks last week was the first time you saw a stretch play. Am I lying, Doc? Week three, the first time I seen the the first time I seen a jet sweep was was week three after Detroit did it. Like it's this is ridiculous. Like I don't I don't get it. I'ma support them. I'm with y'all. I don't like the black jerseys. I mean, but what can we do other than call here and be supportive of of this of this torture? Like I mean, I don't know. I I swear I don't know. I don't plan on going to hell. But this got to be this got to be the closest thing up under this little minion. The dance night is is a minion for the Satan. I'm under I'm up in his thumb every Sunday. Man, y'all have a good day. All right, man, stay strong. All right, Robert, Brian, Michael, Billy, Terrell, Ba, uh, Bebe, Sarah, you guys hold on. Brother Jackson's going to take a break. We got to put our heads together. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.